0: Hi I'm Belle
1: and I'm Dave and we're We're from from bellanddave.com.
0: Welcome to our very first episode on our podcast Alchemy for Women. So for our first one we thought we would talk about us and you get to know us and hopefully we can connect more down the track. So I'll tell you a bit about my um, story and how I got here and why I'm so passionate about what we do. So We're really focused on women and women feeling good because feeling good is a spiritual birthright and it comes from my own personal experience of not feeling good Um, especially currently I've got a few health issues things happening Um, so I have fibromyalgia, underactive thyroid, history of anxiety, and depression, depression not so much an issue now anxiety can be um, plus um, going through some other female issues at the moment so we can talk about that later. So for me, focusing on women feeling good, I feel so deeply and passionately about that when women feel good, they're in in their power, they're in more control, not that I like that word, but more in power with their life and make decisions that are right for them and letting go of other fears and also working through our own past hurt, pains and trauma because we've all got traumatic stories and um, leaving some wounds, and i love doing shadow work as hard as it can be to feel good and move through it or clear out all the crap so I started women 's circle back in two thousand and nine in my home um, and this came from being you know on a mother 's forum i 'd had two little kids and I had them very close together and yeah, I really noticed a pattern in my intuition screaming at me that, you know, women and as mums weren't following the intuition and a lot of self-doubt and, you know, there was a real big disconnection. And so I was just strongly guided to start Women's Circle back in 2019. So we're in 2021 now and life has t- changed lots in that time and i um, done many different like women's circles red tents so really women connecting with their menstrual cycle or even women that have gone through menopause and women that don't have a physical womb um for whatever reason but they still carry that energetic space so no matter what we can all connect to our um, moon cycle or period whatever one like to call it so um yeah but through but now we don't do them in person because dave and i together have six children so we have a ours. she's now four and then we have um some from a previous so it's a big family but it's really it works actually better than what you think it would and we're really lucky our kids get on pretty well most of the time they have the their um, own squabbles every now and then but what kids don't so um so but in the last since we had Kira, or I think just no yes, yeah, since having Kira though, and having such a large family, having women's circles at home isn't easy to do, so what we do what we did we started up a business back then and we run them online and although our biz- business has evolved and grown as we have, we um now have the sacred garden community, which is a community for women, and each month we hold um well, I do, generally I do the triple moon circle and Dave does a drum circle and we do card readings in there as well as some a monthly focus and lots of other awesome stuff that we do in there. So some of my background in life, I guess, is I come from a troubled childhood. Um, a bit more traumatic than some others, but, you know, not the most traumatic, I guess. But still lots of healing happened and happening um and I guess the most pivotal point in my life when things really my darkest place was back in 2015 where um at 27 weeks um my son was stillborn Isaac and so life took a real big crumble um sort of really shattered beyond belief and or well, shattered beyond repair really and so and there was lots of other stuff happening and So it was a real, became a very dark time to, you know, the pain got really unbearable. And look, to be honest, I'm no stranger to death. But um, losing a child is, yeah, like it's hard to put in words. There just are no words to describe it and that. And so the pain got so much. And then one night I was sitting there planning on ending the pain. It's not that I wanted to die. It was just the pain was, it was just... It hurt to breathe. It was just really hard and, you know, and in that moment of planning it and I had the means to do it there, um, I just had, I, I'm saying spirit or my intuition, I'm not sure, how turned around and I just heard so loud and so clear within me that if I was to do it then I would be repeating family history because my mum did it when I was 17, my nana at 12 and so that really shook me because I've worked really hard to break family cycles, family patternings, parenting um yeah I worked really hard and I would be leaving and knowing what it was like at 17 when my mum died my kids were even younger they were like primary school age and so by doing that I'd be all that work I had done would kind of be undone and I'd just be passing on that wound down so In that moment I made a promise to myself to live my life to the fullest and and be a really good role model for my kids as well so it was a big black dark hole to crawl out of Um, but it's definitely been worth it so I was single at the time when Isaac died and after that I enrolled in doing a life coaching course I did it because I needed I was struggling to think and have conversations, put words together, and being a nurse and working with dementia, I was a little bit freaked out, so I studied um, life coaching to help move forward and to, because, you know, I still needed to move forward, but the grief doesn't go, it's still there, but I found better ways to cope with it, if I think, and plus Dave's very amazing and supportive, so. Thank
1: you.
0: <laughs> So during that time um, I was on my own and when my other, my um, older two kids were at their father's I did a lot of journaling, a lot of crying, a lot of burn letters a lot of researching and studying and all that sort of stuff just to keep moving forward and get back to well it wasn't getting back, it was recreating myself because I couldn't go back um, I even remember I was even looking I decided I didn't want to be in any more relationships not until I, there was a hit there was a pattern there and I didn't want to be in another relationship if I was repeating the same cycles and that weren't working and that weren't healthy so I did a lot of work on myself and what I offered and the things that weren't my best qualities it was hard and it was really hard some of it to face myself and look at myself and but it was really worth it, and I wasn't looking for a relationship, and even though Dave and I had been friends for a long time, um, we, Dave was a really great support, and he was going through something traumatic himself, and so from there, it's just gone from a friendship into the most amazing relationship, and yeah, so I think, as of tomorrow, we've even been engaged five years, so. And we had Kira, we had Kira, I think, within the first year. And that was quite stressful in its in ways, having Kira with what had happened to Isaac. So but we got there. So and it was all worth it. And she was born healthy at thirty five weeks. And yeah, so we we're very blessed. But along the way, um just really working with women to empower women and it's hard to put in words because I remember over the years many people have asked me that haven't been to any of my circles you know what's it like and I'm like I can't put it in words how about you just come and experience it and then you tell me what it's like and it's funny because every time that's happened at the end of it they I'm like so how would you describe that and they're like you can't it's when women's circle it's magic happens but in saying like this about women's circle Dave you're probably going oh how's this work with dave because dave is a man but dave is exceptionally amazing at embracing the divine feminine and holding sacred space and even women that had attended my circles in person and then we moved on a line and they'd moved into our community have even said you know what it just works having Dave there they couldn't even put in words so it's really amazing what we're creating and what we're doing and along the way we want to share what we're doing because it's helped us and we i'm a big believer in you know the more women sharing their story it's really beneficial to the to the woman to share their story but it also is so inspiring to others and for whatever reason or whatever they take out of it or anything like that so you know we want to share our story and help other women along the way to feel good because when a woman feels good, she's in her power, she leads her life in the inner goddess or intuition. Um and make decision based and what's aligned for them and it has such a major rippling effect on all areas of life. So that's I guess a little story a little quick rundown of a bit of my story, I'm sure as we go along we'll share more, but I'll let Dave share his. So thank you.
1: So so yeah, um I guess I wanted to just tell you a bit about my my journey, I guess, and um I guess it all starts with um especially my spiritual journey, I guess. Would be like when from a young age I've always seen spirit um connected with spirit. Um of course when I was young I didn't really understand it to the full of what I do near um so yeah so basically when I was younger as said saw spirit um had a few different contacts uh but wasn't and like I was always drawn to spiritual things I guess and didn't really know a hell of a lot type thing and always had the you know spirit animals like were really a like I was very attracted to them and everything but didn't really know much about them and it wasn't until um Bell and I got together that my intuition opened up and um f- through listening to Bell and learning how to um do card readings and that I was able to access spirit even more so and and get messages from spirit through Micard readings. Um, so it really, really opened it. It was like it cracked me open, I guess. Um, so since then, I've been doing some shamanic work. Um, I've got a huge interest in mental health as I work in mental health in my day job. Um, but I guess when when we came together to to do the businesses and and help women on their journey the way I sort of support like you know I sort of contribute to that is by you know using my mediumship to sort of like do card readings and also drummings to take people on journeys to to meet with spirit animals and spirit guides and get messages for themselves Um, it's really something that you have to experience for yourself because, like, you know, you can hear people talk about drumming journeys, but it's not until you actually do one for yourself and you go, hey, this this actually works type thing, and it's actually quite, like, you know, there's a lot to learn from um, having those journeys. So, um, yeah, and We've been doing it for quite a while now, mm, and changes. had some epic epic journeys with other women <laughs> in, in, um, in our um, group, the sacred Garden com- community. Um, so that's a little bit about my background. I don't know. Is there anything else you could think of?
0: That oh no, I've thought of lots of things before, so these aren't scripted in any way, so it's a matter of these are pretty in the moment. Oh, there was a few... We did do a few um mistakes at the first couple of ones and deleted, but this one's been a very good one. So it's just us being us and raw and just who we are and how we are. And, yeah, so it was interesting you said about your background spirituality-wise. I'm like, oh, I didn't go there with that one. So, yeah, so I saw spirits when I was younger. I didn't realise at the time. It wasn't until I was, like, in my 20s that I realised seeing them. um, And... But I remember at one of my mum's house, um, there was very much a dark, heavy presence there, and going to the toilet in the middle of the night used to freak me out, and I ran very fast. Yeah, it was a bit eerie, kind of. It was not a nice feeling, and that. But in my and I grew up yeah in my teens, my mum and my step family and that were into you know I went to a spiritual church. I talked about having healing hands, and in my uh, I think I was about 15 if maybe even a bit earlier when I was first told that i had healing hands and from my late teens to early 20s I've been told I had healing hands and by the time I got told again in my mid early 20s I was like oh this can't be a coincidence because all these people that have told me don't know each other they've been at different times over the years so I was like what is this all about and That was back when I was doing my nursing training, and there was another nurse student there, and she said, "I'll go see this psychic," and so I did. It took six months to get into her, and I did. And she said again about the healing hands. I'm like, "What?" And she mentioned the word Reiki, and I'd never heard of it before; had no idea what it was. So I went to the first spiritual shop. I was living in Victoria then. We're from Australia. We live in uh, Brisbane, southeast Queensland, now in Australia. And um, so I went and found the first spiritual shop And I found a book on Reiki Which I still, after, oh wow, it's coming up to nearly 20 years Still have that book Because it's been the best book actually So explaining about Reiki And then I found someone, a practitioner Had some Reiki And then I'm like, I love this And I was lucky enough that she put me onto her Reiki master And so I did it, I think I was 22, 23 Maybe, oh, something like that See, a while ago now and so now I've gone on and done my masters, Dave's a Reiki Master. Um and at one stage we were teaching it in our other when we had the academy. So from there I also went into a witch coven. I where I was working at the time there was a new little shop that opened up and the cleaners at the nursing home it was their daughters so I definitely went and checked it out and she was having some herb courses and crystal courses so I did them or workshops they were but she had a paganism course and I had no idea what it was about And I'm like yeah just at that stage of really opening up being a sponge and wanting to learn more and that so I'm like yeah I'll do this not really my thing but hey you know just why not and so i did it and wow it was amazing i totally blown away that i just loved it and she was having like it was full moon gatherings um so i went there and i made some friends and there was another um, woman there and she started i helped to start but she's she knew what she was doing i had no idea to be honest um a coven so i think it was more of a wiccan coven to be honest but anyway, so that was quite an experience. I made some amazing friends. I still have a friend to this day um, that we met. But actually, we'd met each other at other circles. And that was like, for two years, the universe tried getting us together and all that sort of stuff. So when we came to the, when she came to the cabin, I was like, I know you. And um, yeah, so it was quite interesting. And best of friends, soul sisters. And so did that and then um, moved to Queensland so that was pretty amazing so I continue to do lots of different kind of courses and all that kind of thing but I love doing the Reiki and the healing and it's been amazing for us and especially with my health not being 100% 100 in the last couple of years um, definitely love receiving Reiki off Dave or you know at night if I can't sleep and just put his hands on me and join Reiki so it's quite amazing so and in that time do yeah do oracle reading cards and we do them once a month in our community like we give one card to uh, or we first we do a card for everybody for the um, collective and then we do a card each for who comes on the live so but it's always interesting that those that don't make it and they listen to other people there's still messages in there so for everyone that's there so um at the minute, my big love too with it is that's really opening up because while I haven't been well and the fibro and all that sort of stuff, I'm really looking into um, ways to help my health and to improve it. So I also did, like 10 years ago now, I studied to become a naturopath and herbalist as well. And these are all amazing and fantastic, but there's also... Not one thing does it all and you know, I've always got this thirst and knowledge for more and it can be seen in my astrology chart actually and that's for the last 20 years I've tried looking at astrology and I just don't, didn't get anywhere, it got me frustrated, there's so much to learn, it was confusing and it wasn't until turning 40 last year where I was drawn to looking at astrology, maybe there's something in my chart, what can my chart tell me? And this time was completely different than any other time. I guess maybe with age, just sort of got a bit more patient with myself, learnt when to step away when I was getting frustrated. And now it's this big journey. The things that I was seeing in my chart was blowing me away. Like like my wounded healer, my big wound, my Chiron is in my fourth house. So a lot of trauma. And as I was reading this, I'm like, oh my God, this is all over the net this is my life this is my story like what how could this be at the time of my birth if you knew the details of my what is it um my birthday at the time of birth and where you can tell a lot about a person it's amazing it's mind-blowing and in that because i don't have a lot of energy you know we have um all our kids one of us one of them's old an adult doesn't live at home with us um so we've got five kids and wanting to and they, they're similar and so different aren't they like this mm. oh um so I wanted to look at ways I could connect with them more and learning looking into their astrology chart and seeing how like their moon sign is so how they deal with emotions also their venus their love sign you know and how they like to be how they feel love it's it's really opened my eyes up to learning to parent my children or our children sorry the way that they need to, not parenting them the way I wished I had been parented. And I feel like that's where the cycle gets messy is because we go, Well, I wish my parents had a done da 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 for me, so I'm gonna do that for my children. But that's where the cycle comes in because the child doesn't necessarily that's not what they need. And even just like understanding things like with Kira, she's got a cancer moon, so around New moon a full moon, she is highly emotional. She has some very, very big emotions and so but also too like she's very much a mummy's girl and so but it's written in her chart so now we go ah okay this is something she needed and something she's needs nurturing and support with in um her journey and just little things that I can do for the kids even though I don't have a lot of energy at something but I'm making some deep connections with them and so that's why at the minute in our sacred garden community we are doing focus on the energies like we're just started airy season today actually. So, you know, really connecting with the energies, really getting in tune with how that affects you and how you can allow it to work for you rather than against you. For example, like not that long ago, we had Mercury retrograde and looking at ways to allow it to work for you and what it means and just getting in deeper. So that way you're moving more with the flow with the energies. Because I know before I really got into astrology, sometimes Dave and I'd be like you know things are really cool but then some things would be really challenging We're like what's going on like what's happening here and it doesn't make sense and like it's just energy it's just really heavy and you know and then I'd be talking to one of our soul sisters and she's like oh yeah this is happening with this planet and that planet I'm like oh that would have been great to know beforehand so then we could be prepared for it and at times not I wouldn't have reacted so much in the moment because I'm like oh hang on a minute this is happening so I really got to a point where I'm like I really want to know what's going on and getting with the energies and all that sort of stuff so that's where we're at and you know creating this podcast is because I'm looking for ways to help us grow and expand and connect more with like-minded women expand our community and just have a greater impact and you know live videos is a little bit hard so sometimes in our podcast you might hear some kids or anything like that so and I'm sure Miss Four-Year-Old Kira would love to come have a chat. Um, so this is a way of us being able to get our message out there and make a difference. Mm. Would you like to add anything else?
1: Oh, well, I think you've done a very good oh, job.
0: We've done a good job. So this is us and thank you for listening to our very first podcast. If you want to know more about us please um, find us at com. so make sure that there's it's B-E-L-L-E, and A-N-D, and then Dave, D-A-V-E. Make sure you've got the two Ds there, dot com. So, yeah, and we look forward to connecting more with you.
1: Most definitely.
0: All right, magical blessings. Bye.
1: Bye.